Hello and welcome to this NLive's Open for Business podcast platform. My name is Adrian Price, the guy from the university, as I keep saying, with the perfect face for radio. And I host a show every Tuesday from 7 to 9 p.m. called Open for Business. Open for Business celebrates the very best of business in Northampton and Northamptonshire and brings together business, civic, charity and indeed academic leaders to talk about the business environment, to talk about initiatives and projects, especially where, they're, where they are all working together for the good of the community. So enjoy these extended interviews on this podcast. They're now set up as a standalone for you to savour and uh, to learn from some of the movers and shakers in the county. Enjoy. Well, I'm sure, listeners, you know that I, uh, I work, my day job is at the University of Northampton and in the Faculty of Business and Law, where there are two research centers. And you've heard me talk in the past about the cent- uh, China and Emerging Economy Center, or the China Center. But there is another center as well, which is very important in the faculty and for the university. It is the Center for Sustainable Business Practices. And here to tell us a little bit about it is Dr. Amin Hossinian Far, who is a senior lecturer in business systems and operations at the university in our faculty, but he's also the director of the CSBP, the Center for Sustainable Business Practices. Um, hello, I mean, welcome to the show. And um, yes, tell us a little bit about CSBP, please. Uh, hi, Adrian. Well, the center is an interdisciplinary platform that aims to conduct research and uh, support uh, sustainable organizational practices. And it does so by, by providing a, a friendly and inclusive research and consultancy forum for uh, active researchers within the Faculty of Business and Law at the University of Northampton. Uh, the membership also includes doctoral students currently conducting research uh, in uh, subject areas in line with center's expertise area. And we also aim to network with external academics and uh, organizational partners. So are you doing a lot of work with local businesses, national businesses? Well, we have, we have started. Uh, we, we aim to expand that. Uh, we have an outreach program uh, which uh, has got uh, different strands. Uh, one strand is capacity building. Uh, and as part of capacity building, we uh, welcome collaboration with uh, professionals in, in, in industry, local government, uh, uh, public bodies, not-for-profit uh, organizations, etc. Uh, and we can work on uh, applied research projects, uh, joint proposal writing, and uh, we can claim that we have expertise in uh, uh, multi-stakeholder engagement, cross, cross-sector social partnerships, etc. Et we also have uh, uh, another strand uh, in, in the outreach program, which uh, is about community engagement. Uh, the university's mission is to transform lives and inspire change. And uh, the center has tried and uh, we aim to, uh, in, in the upcoming years, to uh, link closely with the university's uh, social impact agenda and uh, support the uh, change maker challenges uh, to create real impact within the local community. So it's pretty broad brush then, and um, though uh, very much anchored in the local community, I mean, I guess many people might think, you know, academics doing research in ivory towers completely unrelated to the day to day of business, you know, very abstract. But um, how can you reassure or is there a whole side of research which is with business addressing tangible business problems? And are you inviting local businesses to approach you with an issue that they would like to research and they would like your help on? Right, uh, a very interesting question. I, I can give you an example about myself. I'm, I'm a, a multidisciplinary researcher with a, with a background in several areas of systems and sustainability. 
And um, uh, to be specific, my, my research interests are uh, at the intersection of systems analysis, analytics, modeling, number crunching. Uh, however, uh, interestingly, um, uh, such research interest has got applications in, in a wide range of sectors. So for instance, you can apply these techniques for resilience assessment, sustainability measurement, uh, information uh, systems development, uh, information security management, business systems, and, and, and the list can go on, supply management, health and education. So uh, one specific expertise that uh, members uh, can, can offer may have an, a number of uh, uh, applications in different sectors and different industries. So um, uh, in terms of uh, uh, our expertise within the center, I can say, well, we have got a wide ranging uh, uh, sort of uh, set of expertise within the center, um, uh, ranging from ethics and social responsibility measurement, uh, cybersecurity, uh, risk and resilience, up to sustainability impact assessment. So broad range. Well, what about uh, the cost of doing the research? Is this something you expect businesses to pay for or are there sources of funding that the university and the businesses can apply for? I think there, there are um, numerous uh, national um, uh, funding uh, opportunities that uh, uh, industry partners, together with the academics, they can write proposals for, they can apply for. Uh, there are, there are uh, possibilities for applications to Innovate UK, for instance, to um, uh, get funding for knowledge transfer partnerships uh, in which we, um, we have uh, an academic partner. Uh, an industry partner with a view to solve the industry problem. So if you are a business uh, and you fulfill certain criteria set by the Innovate UK, uh, you can approach us and uh, we can discuss that problem and write a proposal together. Um, uh, the ultimate uh, uh, sort of outcome from uh, the uh, knowledge transfer partnership uh, is really solving the business problem and, and, and a funding support by the government. It is a way that uh, we transfer knowledge from, from the academic experts uh, with a view to solve real world problems. Uh, within this sort of partnerships, there's a third sort of angle uh, as well, and uh, we call them a KTP associate, a knowledge transfer partnership associate. An individual who will be recruited, uh, who is an expert within the field, uh, will be working uh, within the company uh, on, the, on that project with, with the supervision of the academic uh, who is involved. Okay, so there's lots of different ways. I'm, I, you know, I think even I working there don't really understand all the ways that we can help businesses with their problems and get funding to help them. Now, the name of the center, though, is Center for Sustainable Business Practices, which is, I guess, as you say, resilience. It is probably also to do with, you know, environmental footprint, um, social impact, etc. But to what extent is it also about innovation and doing doing new things and new products and you know new well, disruptive technologies, whatever. I think that's a, a very good question. When we were talking about disruptive technologies, we, we would also need to assess the sustainability and the social impact of that disruptive technology. Uh, with all disruptive and emerging technologies, there, there's always that initial excitement about the technology. And there, there are numerous examples uh, in history. We can go back to, you know, um, um, asbestos and thalidomide. You know, initially, um, um, the stakeholders were, were super happy about the uh, technology. However, following further assessments, 
some of the downsides of, of such uh, uh, sort of uh, uh, technologies and emerging concepts uh, were identified. So uh, one aspect of uh, uh, sustainability would be to conduct those sort of assessments prior to the application of those emerging technologies and very interesting or excited topics. Uh, we can do so by uh, conducting sustainability impact assessment, conducting social impact assessment, uh, to assess further tests, for instance, and uh, uh, to ensure that you know there, there, there are no uh, major drawbacks uh, that may um, severely impact uh, the uh, environment and the society. You've got people from all over the faculty. So we have in the faculty, what, eight subject areas, marketing, operations, where usage business systems, um, strategy, international business, HR, finance. Have you got academics and um, from all over those the, the faculty and are many of them experienced in business as well? That, that's right. We, sustainability is a term that, you know, you can find traces uh, of it in, in, in different areas. Uh, it was initially, uh, uh, I, 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 can, I can say that uh, in 1986 when we had the Our Green, Green Future a report by Brundtland. It was uh, there was a heavy emphasis on the environmental sustainability. However, as as the time uh, went on, you can see um, uh, business sustainability, um, uh, land sustainability, urban sustainability, social sustainability, and so on. So uh, it, it is a term that uh, has got applications in a in a wide range of disciplines. Uh, when, when we look at sustainability from a systemic perspective, uh, it is about the ability to endure, the ability to absorb the external shocks from the environment and carry on with the operation, whether that operation is financial or social or others. So um, uh, probably that, that is the main reason that you can find sustainability in uh, not only in, in, in a faculty of business and law, but you can find traces in engineering, in environmental management, and so on. So coming back to the center, yes, we have uh, colleagues from uh, different subject groups. They've got expertise in different fields with a wide range of applications uh, uh, for those expertise. And uh, we are in the process of uh, upgrading and completing uh, our, our public website as well to uh, showcase some of those um, um, expertise and, and, and skills that our uh, members possess. Well, I was going to say, how do the listeners contact you or find out more about the centre? Well, we would uh, certainly welcome uh, uh, collaboration with businesses. We really look forward to working with uh, the local community and even beyond. Uh, we have our contact details on our website. And uh, uh, again, you know, we, um, um, myself, I'm, I'm, I can be contacted. Chijioke Uba, uh, our, our deputy of the center, could also be contacted. Adrian uh, could be contacted. So uh, we are available and, and we really look forward to working with businesses. So what is, uh, can you tell us what the center's website is, I mean? Um, right, it is, uh, it is uh, part of the, uh, uh, it has web pages uh, on the university uh, public website. And uh, it is, uh, I, can, I can spell it for you. Actually. Yeah, that's probably best. <laughs> it is um, the, uh, well, there are different ways to, to get to the center. One is going to the main university website, uh, clicking on research and going to research centers and uh, trying to look for Center for Sustainable Business Practices. The uh, URI or the hyperlink for, for, the, for the main website of the center is northampton.ac.uk forward slash research forward slash research hyphen centers 
forward slash center hyphen four hyphen sustainable hyphen business hyphen practices. Apologies, we had a okay, lot of hyphens so in the end. I've just typed in CSBP Northampton and you'll get the link to it. So there we go. That's, That's right. probably a bit, a bit easier. Okay. So we've had um, some interesting things happen in the last uh, year or two. Obviously, Brexit is one. Uh, COVID-19 is the other. How has that impacted on you personally and your work as well as on um, the research and you know, local businesses? Uh, an excellent question, Adrian. COVID is, is, a, is a very interesting example. It's, it's, uh, these are on, on unprecedented times. Um, uh, again, as a systemic researcher, I look at it from a systems perspective. I, I would say our system has changed and uh, will be very likely to remain so compared to what it was a few months ago, for instance. Um, the priorities are also changing as a result. Uh, there are new necessities in our so new social system uh, and, and trajectories for research and development are also shifting for many sectors. Um, it, it impacts uh, subject areas, it impacts uh, stakeholders' new requ uh, uh, requirements. There are new requirements for uh, different uh, stakeholders, consumers and businesses. Um, obviously, some areas are less affected. Uh, however, um, I, I, I can say that uh, commercial, engineering, and science sectors are certainly affected in one way uh, or another. Uh, so, it is a time for uh, research centers like ours and, and, and research active uh, members of, the, of uh, CSPP to think about the impact that COVID would have on those new requirements and how those uh, uh, new requirements are, 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 are going to inform the trajectories for uh, uh, research in, in the coming years. So you're expecting to have, well, there's a lot of need in the local business community and you think that we can help. Yes, the university and the center can definitely help. Absolutely. Um, ranging from supply chain and operations, I think there is a need to adapt to new needs, as I said, to new necessities and priorities. So uh, we would uh, we would uh, have the expertise to uh, uh, assess the uh, uh, current state, to uh, assess the ultimate goals of the businesses and offer change management solutions to such businesses. So certainly there is a change on, on the horizon and, and uh, uh, businesses and, uh, and also researchers would need to think about those changes and, and those new requirements. I think the key word here is the requirements that are emerging as, as, as a result of these uh, uh, impacts uh, within the environment, COVID, Brexit, et cetera. Mm. Well, you've mentioned earlier on stakeholders and uh, cross-sector. Um, that's an area that if my listeners listen carefully to what I say, you know, I kind of have found myself poking my nose into lots of things, both charity, the local government uh, business, as well, of course, as the academic world. So how important do you see that cross-sector partnership working in the future? Not just for narrow focus on business, but actually, you know, concern more about the fabric of our society and our community. Um, a very good question. It's all about collaboration. Even when we talk about research, uh, standalone research is, is not possible. You would need data, you would need test beds, you would need uh, methodologies, and you would need people to collaborate with each other to come up with, an, uh, with a meaningful and impactful uh, outcome. And uh, again, we're all uh, in the same boat. Uh, we would need to collaborate with each other uh, to see uh, what our expertise are and what we can offer to our, to our uh, local community, whether it can be a business or a not-for-profit organization, uh, say a charity, for instance. Mm. Well, just popped into our virtual studio now is another one of our colleagues, uh, Louise Atkinson. She is a senior lecturer in strategy and international business in the faculty. She's also a member of the 
Center for Sustainable Business Practices um, with us both. And um, Louise, I, um, I'm hoping you're going to hear more from Louise in the coming months as uh, she may well be one of our interviewers and co-presenters on the show. So um, let's get used to her voice. But welcome, Louise. And I think you wanted to contribute sort of some of the things that you're doing to help the local community, local business community. Yeah, thanks, Adrian. Um, I was listening to the recording, as you know, and um, one of the things that Amin has spoken about is something that perhaps I can give a practical example as to how members of the centre can help businesses. Um, one of our colleagues at the university who runs the business forums, Charlotte Patrick, she's actually run a webinar series over the last few weeks to initially help combat the crisis of lockdown um, and to help and support businesses in that direction, but more recently to talk to businesses about what will happen moving forwards. So where Amin's talking about research and consultancy advice around um, changing business processes and practices, that's something that I conducted a webinar um, on in the last couple of weeks, looking specifically at how to manage um, risk and security around the use of technology at home. So the businesses that engaged with that um, got a flavor of how they might be able to safely increase their flexible working from home practices and policies. And from that, we've got a couple of businesses that have been in touch since, but would like to work more closely with us to look at something that is more bespoke to their organisation in terms of providing some specific guidance and advice as to how to um, adapt according to new ways of working. And you yourself are also active in other areas, I think. Is it right with the British Standards Institute on some of their sort of formal standards like, um, you know, ISO 9000, uh, is it uh, quality management standards? Yes, you've been involved with uh, cybersecurity? Resilience? I'm a member of, um, they call it RM2, which is their risk committee. And um, I, I'm not a technical person. I do have a commercial IT background and I do have an interest in security, but my technical knowledge is commercial. And it's more that my role within that committee is to give the people management perspective around the use of technology. So how you can help to develop um, staff in terms of their knowledge and ability to identify risk in their day-to-day -day working practices, as well as assisting in the implementation of um, adequate policies and processes. So I've looked at things like business continuity around technology risk with organizations. Um, but yeah, I was active in the development of the um, British standard on cyber risk and resilience. And I'm now working on the ISO guidance for um, risk as well at the moment. So it keeps me busy. I can imagine on top of all the teaching. So the world has definitely changed. I use in my classroom the word VUCA or the phrase VUCA, the world uh, for business volatile and certain complex and ambiguous and um, really perfect storms happening happening more and more often we, you know change is accelerating everything seems to be um, changing so fast that nothing really settles down so resilience um, security there are a lot of issues that businesses are going to I'm sure re or are revisiting already as a result of 
the crisis. So if you, you know, the university, you've heard from my colleagues say the university does an awful lot to help and support uh, businesses in the county, in the town, in the region and nationally and beyond indeed. Um, many things we do for, you know, all companies are invited, but that can lead to very specific one-to-one -one help, advice, guidance and support. And that might include anything from having a non-executive on your board, a consultant to a market research project, whatever. So if you think that we can help in any way at the university and you're not sure where to go or who to ask, well, you can always write to me, of course, Adrian, A-D-R-I-A-N dot Price, P-R-Y-C-E at Northampton.ac.uk. Adrian dot Price, the Welsh way, at Northampton.ac.uk. And um, if I can't help, I'll certainly signpost you to the right people that definitely can. So, um, any closing thoughts uh, before we end this, uh, this interview? Louise, first. Um, just to say, really, that um, we are really keen to work with as many local businesses and broader um, as required, and that my skill set is just one of many within the centre. So, um, I'll pass over to Amin, who heads up the centre, to summarise from there. Thank you. Um, Right, thank you. I, I, I would also like to say that the uh, centre uh, would, uh, uh, would like to use the reputation and, and, and the leadership to make a positive uh, contribution to, to the local community. And uh, we believe that we've got the expertise and, and skills um, uh, uh, to do so. so. Well, very much. We want to hear more about what's happening. Um, the new information, new website is coming out very shortly. Um, there are about, well, how many? 20, 30 academics involved, uh, I mean, and a lot of um, local yeah. associates we're, we want to bring in as well, yes? Absolutely, yes. So there's a, a lot of talent there to help local businesses, local charities, local government indeed, um, address the issues that we all face. And in, you know, from my personal perspective, that we all work together. We're in this together. We've got to come out of it together. We work together across the sectors for the health and um, safety and security of our community, you know, into which business sells, from which it recruits, and obviously um, in which it operates as well. So we do have a shared uh, responsibility and I think a shared contribution to make to a better, fairer, healthier society. So thank you to my two guests and colleagues. Louise, hopefully you'll hear from both of them again, but uh, let's see if we can have Louise doing a couple of these interviews. It'd be nice to have a female voice from time to time. And, and I'm sure all the listeners are saying yes, and not a Welsh accent for a change. But anyway, thank you very much indeed. And good luck with your plans and your projects. Thank you. Thanks, Adrian. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed that interview. There are plenty more here on the podcast platform. And of course, you can always listen on uh, live on Tuesday evenings from 7 to 9 p.m. on NLive Radio 106.9 FM or digitally via nliveradio.com. Um, if you'd like to know more about the radio station, please do look at nliveradio.com. And um, we're always looking for support from the community and further afield. So if you'd like to support us, please go to nliveradio.com slash support us. So until next time, thank you very much again for listening.